This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. So begins the song Rock Around the Clock, a mega-hit recorded and released in 1954 by Bill Haley and his Comets, the band's name a knowing wink at periodic Earth visitor Haley's Comet. Though largely forgotten, Bill Haley's group was a force in the early popularization of the music genre in the U.S. The website History of Rock characterizes their first big single as, quote, the song that introduced rock and roll to white America, end quote, and their cover of Shake, Rattle, and Roll includes what some consider to be rock's first guitar solo. And so when the 50s throwback sitcom Happy Days premiered in 1974, it was fitting that Rock Around the Clock would serve as the theme song for its first season, discarded for a unique theme for later seasons. And it was similarly fitting that a primary setting for Happy Days would be Arnold's, a diner. A product largely of the booming post-World War II economy, standalone diners and diner chains popped up around the country alongside interstate highways and tract housing, serving patrons around the clock from early morning laborers to late-night drunken revelers, and becoming a favorite hangout of teenagers. In 1958, a quartet of investors, Alan Jerry Lappin and Alan Trudy Callis, jumped on board the diner trend, opening a sit-down restaurant in Toluca Lake, California, the same San Fernando Valley neighborhood as diner chain pioneer Bob's Big Boy. With a distinct blue A-frame and a focus on breakfast favorites, the business was franchising just two short years after launch, and as it expanded over the decades, came to found or acquire other prominent brands such as Orange Julius and Applebee's. Today, with over 1,800 worldwide locations, living up to its international moniker, under normal circumstances, Rock Around the Clock could very well describe this now-acronymed Pancake Proffer's 24 hours of operation. This week on Doughboys, we begin Rock Around the Clock Doberfest, our month-long tour of 24-hour chains, as we return to IHOP. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the Big Whopper, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Mm, instead of the Big Bopper. Instead of the Big Bopper, that was courtesy of Brian Belko, who writes, Hello, Weiger. My brother Mark was at the party where Mitch brought all those McDonald's burgers and said everyone loved it. Much love from the Belkos in SoCal and Sweden. Roast Spoon Man at gmail.com. Wait, is that, was that Mark Belko? I mean, he says his, my brother Mark. The guy, it's from Brian oh, Belko, and he Brian says Bel- my brother oh, yes. Mark. One might infer that it's Mark Belko. What Mark worked on the Birthday Boys? Wow, TV show. He says the What's McDonald's up? burgers were a hit. What's up, Belkos? That's crazy. I love it. What's up, guys? That's wild. I was about to say Belko. Shout out the Belkos. No. I was gonna say Belko. Hell no, but <laughs> hell yeah. They're your friends. They're your colleagues. Like you only roast the ones you love, Mitch, and everyone loves you. Uh, that's not true. Wags, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Um, 
look, we got a lot to talk about. It's it's rock around the clocktoberfest, Wags. You said it wrong. <laughs> what, what? How did I say it wrong? You said tober. It's dober. God damn it! Rock around the clock, Doberfest, Weiger. How's that? That's right, Mitch. <laughs> Very exciting. Or or Ratk for short. Ratk. Racked. Rat. Racked. Like rat. Think Racked. of it like koalic. Rat k. Racked. Ratkada. Ratkada. There's a D in there. No, I'm just. Rat-ka-da. I'm saying. I'm doing everything before Dober. Look, Ratka. There's something wrong with you today. There's something wrong with you today. I'm Should there be a B? Ratka to B? No, uh, there's something wrong with you today. You're not. There's not. I, I. I regret even trying to tell you this. I see you like thinking about Ratka too much. The wheels are spinning, and I don't like it. Well, I don't you like sprung an acronym on me. I uh, want to know how to pronounce pronounce it. Ratk. Ratk. Ratkadaba. I think the I think the D and B have to be in there. All right, fine. Maybe the F. <laughs> Jesus. Ratkadaba. Uh, Rat. Uh, all right, here's a drop. Wow. 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 After listening to Doughboys in the car, my almost three-year-old became very fond of saying Nick Weiger and no peeking. I helped him add Spoonman to that vocabulary. Files attached, and here's the SoundCloud. (laughs) And this it just says 36 second drop with my two-year-old son on vocals is the email title. And it comes from Ben. Ben, what a cute little kid. We've reported you to child services, Ben. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, that is a cute kid. That's a good drop. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. And thanks. Uh, what was the son's name? The son's name is the son's name is Ratk. Ratkba. <laughs> wow. Amazing coincidence. Why? Well, speaking of uh, rock around the clock Doberfest, we got to introduce we got to introduce right. our guest. But I'm just going to quickly say this. Here's the deal. We're going to a bunch of chain restaurants that are open 24 hours a day, right? Yes. You say your ideas never get in the show. You get theme months all over yeah, the place. I, I'm, I'm the king. <laughs> you can, I, like, I'm just saying I want you to acknowledge that I listen to your input and I incorporate your ideas. And that and that this this show is both of ours. It's not it's not my brainchild that you that you are just kind of Look, around for. We both work. We both put our hearts and souls. When in the I come show. to you with an idea like Rathkba, how are you going to turn it down? <laughs> it's solid gold. So, anyways, for Rathkba, for Rathkba, here's here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Wags, I want it to be a lot like Pokemon Sun and Moon, where you could choose yes, the Night Spoon, as I'm going to be called. This whole month, I'm not the spoon man. I'm the night spoon. So you got to get that right. Okay. And then I was gonna call you morning wi- or morning burger or morning wags. 
or okay. Burger Don. What do you like? Don. Don works too. Burger Don. Don Burger. Don of the Burger. I don't know. Don Burger. I, I, I'm, I'll take Don Burger. <laughs> You're take Don Burger. Don Burger is pretty the, good. Okay, the worst one. <laughs> Sounds like a mafia All right, eater. Don Burger and Knights and Night Spoon. And so basically, we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna compare. We're gonna go. We're gonna go from morning to night when we talk about our items. We're gonna talk about our morning stuff, and then we're gonna get into the right. night stuff. And then at the end, besides the fork rating wags, we're gonna say who won the day. Was it morning or was it night? What do you think of that? Okay, got so it. So like, who- so we're rating the chain, but then we're also saying whether their morning menu or their their night menu yes. reigns who supreme. Won, who won the day? That's what we're gonna say. Was, was, was it who won was the it day? Mor- was got it morning it. or night? And there should be some different theme songs. We were going to try to do it so that you could have it be the Night Spoon podcast or the or Don Burger, which is new, brand new. Yes. Podcast, and there would be different intros, but we're figuring out a way to do it because we can't split it up into multiple podcasts. It's just a fucking mess. But yeah, this is this is where it kind of uh, the the concept kind of fell apart. Look, we were going to have multiple downloads. It's not how not how podcasts. Work. We, I want people to treat it like Pokemon Sun and Moon. You got to choose one, okay? All right, yes. now let's introduce our guest. Way too long. Is he still here? He's here. I'm still here, guys. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm riveted by the Rocketica talk. So, <laughs> wow. No need to rush this. <laughs> Rocketaba, Rocketaba is. I think it's gonna. Nick, I smell T-shirt. Rocketaba. Why not? Yeah. Let's keep this gravy gravy train rolling. Uh, Our guest is a writer, actor, and comedian from Cobra Kai and Bajillion Dollar Properties and the host of the food podcast, Green Eggs and Dan. He's also on the new sitcom, The Crew, coming soon to Netflix, Dan Adute. Hi, Dan. Guys, I'm so honored to be on your show. You have no idea. Thank you so much for having me. We're we're, we're very excited. And I don't know if anyone's ever said they've been honored to be on here. So this is this is new for us. Thank you. I bring I come with the respect that this show deserves. I I agree with that. Wow. What? <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dan, you're in. You're and coming to us from the city that never sleeps, New York City. I'm actually in. I'm not in New York City. I'm in Long Island right now. Wow. Um, you're in Long Island. I heard New York. I assumed the city, and that's for me. That is a. Uh, that's a West Coaster's perspective of New York That's State. Okay. There's more to There's it than the city. This, you know, we we shoot this show, the crew, in the middle of Long Island, and we had shot seven episodes, and then the pandemic started, so we wow. all left, and we came back. We're the first show back in production in New York. Wow! And I have been living in a hotel room in the mall of a in, in the parking lot of a mall for two months now. Wow! Dear Lord. Yeah. What what kind of a uh, uh, you know, what kind of vendors? What kind of restaurants you got at that mall? Um, honestly, the mall has okay. It has a Maggiano's, which uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's one in LA nice. too. I don't know much about Maggiano's. It seems like yes. one notch above Olive Garden, if I'm correct. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I I think it's like a yeah. It's it's like a junior prom sort of uh, place. It's for special occasions. They've got I think family stylers are big. We did we Mitch we reviewed uh, Maggiano's. Yeah. Which what junior proms have you been going to lately? Wise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was a very. I, I mean, I was into that reference, but I could see a lot of people flagging that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we we. But we, yeah, Maggiano's they got family style family style portions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is kind of like in that Olive Garden. Buca di Beppo, I think, is the closest analog. Yeah. They try to be a little snazzy or a little less less uh, kitschy than that. Than they're Buka, not. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not good, but they're not bad. They were not te- like terrible. We had a lovely time. We had a good time. We did. I haven't. I, I actually haven't eaten there. There's a huge Indian community here, so I've been getting from bu- a bunch of uh, random Indian places. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! That's also, great. that travels well. I feel like there's a lot of food that doesn't travel well. I don't know if you guys have ever done a show about this, but there's there's some foods that just I don't care how good they are when they come off the grill. After they take that trip, whether in someone's Honda Civic or the back of their bicycle, right? It just doesn't have the same the same depth of uh, it just doesn't like a burger to me doesn't travel very well. A hundred percent. I and, yes. you know the place we're talking about today also might not travel that well, but. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I still got it the travel way, uh, because I'm not going into restaurants yet. Yeah, uh, same. I have no desire guys. I have no desire. I'm sorry. And I neither. love, I love my restaurant people out there. I love you all. I hope you survive this, but like, yeah, I have no desire to be read the specials of the day through a fucking face shield. Like, uh, I don't want to know, like, if, like you're, you're wearing gloves. Like I'm at a hospital. Like every restaurant just looks like a fancy hospital cafeteria. Fuck that. A hundred percent agree. It's so grim feeling. Yeah. And and also, you know, from what I know, uh from from friends and, and relatives who work in the restaurant industry that it like right now the worst people are going out to eat. Mm. Not not universally, but like it's mostly people who are like, you know, very or not mo- I don't even want to say mostly, but it, it is the the it's shifted towards people who are like self-interested enough to go out uh, during a pandemic. And so, like, tips are lower, and, uh, you know, the people are being more am- abusive to the staff. It's just like, God, what a fucking <laughs> shitty environment to have to work right. in. Um, and and also, like, you're going to go out for a nice time and just, like, I don't want to w- watch someone berate a server and then tip 4%. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to eat surrounded by COVID deniers. Not just yet. It's just... <laughs> 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 Not quite yet. I'll still, I'll still order. I, I've been loving Postmates actually. Like, it's uh, this pandemic couldn't have come at a better time for me because I've just been getting tired. I'm getting a little tired. I'm like in my early 40s. And I'm like, I just want to stay home and order in. And now it's like I have to, sanctioned by the state. Right. Great. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a that's like a person that, that that's like a like a person that the rest of the world would want to kill is like the pandemic actually is pretty good. It's actually came at a good time for me. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I feel like it's burning through pages of my novel. Uh, Nick, we, we've we've talked about this. It's that sort of thing of, uh, you know, if you were if, if you if you go out to eat twice a week or whatever um, or once a week or whatever, make that night a, a pickup night and go to your favorite restaurant and go pick it up and. And, and, right. and go there oh, yeah. and, and 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 grab it and get out of there. You know what I mean? That's a that's a way we can still that's, support. That's all I've dared to do. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. I, yeah. I I agree. I want to go back to restaurants. The, the the I I feel for everyone who owns a restaurant. It's just a what a what a fucking what a night what a terrible year terrible year. Yeah, or works at a restaurant. Yeah, as if it's not enough of a grind to keep a restaurant afloat without a pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like their profit right. margins are very very slim. And then this and, shit happens. It's 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 awful. We, we Wags brand breaking chews, or actually the the new hashtag we're using for this stuff: tragic chews. Sizzler, mm, yes. Sizzler declared bankruptcy. Sizzler. 
Uh, did we have have we had a more fun time at a chain? One of the best times we ever had on we the podcast, for real. With Marissa and David, our friends, to, Marissa, to the yep. Sizzler in Atwater. There's a legendary Sizzler in Koreatown, which is shuttering. You know, a lot of times these chains file for bankruptcy protection. They're they're going to stick around in some capacity, but it just it's it's a bummer because Sizzler, I think, it offers something unique. That Sizzler featured on uh, Anthony Bourdain's. Was it with yeah. no reservations, or it was on one of his shows? That's a Koreatown one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Sizzler was still still around, guys. I'll I'll be honest. I thought oh, really? yeah, after I I that was my not my junior prom. I'd say my middle school prom probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't been to Sizzler in decades. I also haven't been to. Uh, I hate to be the guy who segues. I don't know if I can be the guy who segues on your podcast. But no, I of course. Been to, I haven't been Please. to the restaurant that we chose uh, for today's episode. Uh, in probably two and a half decades. Wow, that yeah. long? Yeah, I don't think I've been there hmm. since I was like bar mitzvah. That was like, yeah. Hey Dan, hey Dan, we got news. Um, we're gonna stop down this episode. We're actually gonna force you to go eat inside the restaurant. I'm sorry to do this to you. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> could you imagine? The I imagine it's a it's. A, it's a higher ratio of COVID deniers would go to this restaurant than than any others. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I, I was the the one where I picked up from. They had a a little outdoor area in the parking lot and just like a, like a covered tent. And I'm I you know it, it's the kind of thing of like I know people are uh, people are eager to go out to eat, but I'm like is if you're outdoors but also in a covered tent, what is the ventilation like in that? Like, isn't that is that much better than being indoor? I guess it probably is, but it still seems so perilous. Yeah, I got my I ordered mine off of Postmates and uh, I ordered. So wait, can we mention the name of the place or we just blue balls the name of it the whole episode? And then at the end, say, by the way, it was we we yeah, no, that's 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 usually when the listeners all come together. This is a big climax moment when we say. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta leave them hanging. We don't put the uh, the the restaurant in the uh, in the the episode title or anything. This, we bleep it out when I mention it in the intro. This leave podcast it's, right a, it's it's about it's about edging. This entire podcast is just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. So I ordered I ordered it. I ordered hundred twenty bucks worth from IHOP. Wow, hundred twenty bucks worth. And uh, Postmates uh, young lady brought it to the hotel that I'm staying in, and. Uh, I, she came up to my to my room and knocked on the door. I opened it and she saw it. it's like a small it's like a whole, small hotel room and just me and just the biggest two huge bags of IHOP. And she almost like looked around like this is just for you. I'm like, yep, oh, thank man. you. <laughs> God bless her. It, it is so living uh, in the hotel right now because we and we touched on this already, but you know I, I imagine as as a as a, a working actor and stand up, you're you're touring, you're on the road a good amount. Like, what are your hotel go tos when you're uh, when when you're on the road? So my, I'd say my on the road uh, fast food that I oh you mean just the hotel wise or the food that I get at the hotel? Either I mean yeah hey you know you can you can handle what you get on the road and also you want to talk about what you want to do room service wise that's all that's all well, fair game. Well, first of all, shout out to the Holiday Inn Express. I think it's a wonderful chain. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it counts as a chain. Yeah. That's true. It's a wonderful well, well, chain. We'll be we'll be we'll be reviewing shit like that and uh, you know about I want to say a year but probably about four months. <laughs> <laughs> Just desperate for content. <laughs> chain. Reviewing reviewing a courtyard Marriott. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I, I normally will. Okay, so here's here's my my fast. Not I don't I don't, I don't know if I even call this fast food, but I think that if you ordered the southwestern egg rolls at Chili's. And you put them on a nice plate and you like made a nice presentation and you serve that shit at a two star Michelin restaurant. People would be like, yeah, no, this makes sense. This is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. the Southwestern egg roll is so delightful. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's so yep. good. It's one of the unsung heroes of, of, uh, of fast food, I think. Um, I mean, I'm a chicken nugget guy. I, I'm, a, I'm a big chicken nugget road guy like McDonald's. Wow. And I don't like the fancy strips that they made because everyone was giving them shit because there was like weird stuff in their nuggets. And they were like, what about this? We'll give you, this actually looks like chicken. No, fuck that. Yes. I want it to look like fully like a weird decapitated ear. <laughs> like that that is the design i want it's like just perfectly engineered to fit you know in you, within you, my my three fingers you like the you like the little like gray zones how the nugget has little gray zones and stuff like oh, that just that's that's the umami man that's the umami yeah <laughs> I, I i i love mcnuggets have dan have you tried the spicy mcnuggets no i haven't speaking of breaking, breaking shoes wags guess what Unrelated Doughboys, I had them. I know. And, and guess what? I think they should stick around forever. That's all I'll say. Wow. There's a, this th- is there's a there's a mighty hot sauce that comes with them. Look, we're gonna review these on a double or something. I'm sure at some point. But I I got the uh, I was it the this is the Travis Scott meal. Is that who is that who the yes yes I got yes. I got the I got the Travis Scott meal. Uh, just because it was fun. I don't even really know who Travis Scott is, but um, I got the Travis. We're Scott. at the we're at the age where we don't know who a Travis Scott is. Yeah, yeah but he's a yeah. very. I think he's a very relevant young musician. Yeah, I think he's a musician as well. Emma's yeah, and he, nodding, and he young and he, and he <laughs> young young Emma's nodding, <laughs> and he dates he dates a Kylie Jenner. Is that correct, Emma? Yeah. Wow, Emma. Yes. <laughs> Emma, is that right, Emma? We feel like such <laughs> yes, fucking Grandpa Mitch. <laughs> old fucking assholes. Um, I know, but um, I had the Travis Scott meal. It was good, but you know, the bacon at McDonald's wags. It's just they just don't do bacon well. It's just not bacon. It. Bacon's just not their thing. But I got the spicy McNuggets, and I gotta say, I mean, we'll talk about it more. But the, there's a mighty hot there's a mighty hot sauce that's new. I think you're really gonna like it. Explain, hmm. but you but the nuggets themselves are spicy. They Those have nuggets an themselves spice. are spicy, yes. But they're very much like the McNuggets of old. Like the, it's it's they did a great job of kind of blending the spiciness into the into the skin of the McNuggets. It was, so it's like a dry rub. It's like a dry spice, a dry heat to the anything for you to just say the word dry rub. You fucking freak. <laughs> God, Nick's giving off creepy vibes this episode, man. First this with junior, junior prom and then dry rub. I will tell it's, it does seem like hot chicken is having a moment. Hot chicken is having 100%. a real moment. But you um, know what? I, I, pre- I appreciate that they didn't try to do like Nashville style. It, it is like right. it's kind of buffalo. It's kind of like a, almost buffalo-y, but just like spicy. Just a little spicy. It's great. But you're talking about, I just want to clarify, because you're talking about a mighty hot sauce, but that's not what's on the on the nuggets. No. That's the thing on the side. It's a dipping sauce. That, and I got to tell you, for McDonald's, it's got a kick. It's pretty spicy. Mm. 
So hmm. basically, if you've got you've already got a little bit of heat with the nuggets, but if you want to kick that up a notch, mm-hmm. you got that you got that mighty hot sauce with you. Or well, if you want to cool it down, you got some ranch. You're gonna be taking a bite. You're gonna be going that sort of deal. Think wow. I'm gonna be doing that? <laughs> I'm a barbecue. I like their barbecue sauce. I think it's fantastic. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Why do, do you guys hate the barbecue sauce? It no, I think like that. I, no, very I guess, shocked. I, I, I guess barbecue, we, we, barbecue is one of their, their better sauces. I'm just, uh, I, we, we yeah, kind of say, you guys, we, you guys both said, wow, like in harmony, <laughs> like we, we, that's we, what we, we do. We kind of say, wow, like, oh, really? That's kind of what wow means to us now. Yeah. Which also, yeah. yeah. Oh, really is almost too much. It's kind of a deserve, kind of deserving of a, hmm. But then that seems judgy. Well, wow is way worse. Cause is hmm, it worse. Yeah, because hmm invites conversation. Like, hmm, yeah, okay, well, let hmm. me explain. But wow is like, wow, th- who is this guest that we had that we brought on today? <laughs> Why We're did- just getting this note like 200 episodes in. So, we this from day so, one. So, saying wow to guests all the time. So, so Dan, like, your, 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 your note is that wow sounds like, wow, you dipshit. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I, you know, yeah. If it, if it, it, it made me feel like I wasn't welcome. Like I, I don't. <laughs> oh no! It made me feel like I wasn't being heard. No. Um. Well, wow. now you're yelling no at me, and and that's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I. Well, here's the thing. Let's let's going back to crispy chicken. Yes. This, and can we? I can take it to IHOP if we if we're ready to go there because I'm just please. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here, so I feel like. IHOP's foray into into chicken has been very interesting because one of the things that I so they seem to they 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 underwent some sort of rebrand right didn't they want to become like IHOP like a burger hub yes we reviewed yeah. IHOP a, back when they did that stunt it was not a full rebrand it was a, you know publicity well, thing they changed Nick, the signage be, a couple locations to be fair we went and then Bugbane tricked us into eating Big Macs if you remember we correctly. got pranked by one of uh, Bugbane's classic japes. Uh-huh. Uh, but we did have, we did have some of the burgers in the end. Yes, I so again in my hundred twenty dollars worth of stuff, I think I got the biggest variety of stuff that you could have gotten from IHOP. Right, I got wow. the I got again oh, with oh. the wow, Nick. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm it's kidding. Hard to have a break. A, no, I'm kidding. That was a great wow. Yeah, I got I got the trot and trues. You know, obviously the pancakes. I got a couple of different kinds of pancakes. I got the regulars, which uh, came with my breakfast uh, combo. Um, I got the now, now. Hold on, now hold on here. I, I gotta, I gotta interject. Yeah. Why? So we're we gonna break it down by morning tonight, or are we, are we gonna get into it right now too? What? How are oh, you? Feel- I don't know. You guys run the show. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm. Uh, what, I don't, don't want to. Wags is usually the quarterback here. He's sitting there silently. Dan is chomping at the bit to get into IHOP. We can get into IHOP, but I, but you know, we do have a little bit of business in terms of how we're going to break this down. I guess because of the theme month, because of the theming of it all. Dan, this is now a very contentious episode. Nick and I are we're at I each cannot, other's throats. I don't, I don't know if you can tell, but we're at each other's throats right now. Well, that, this I'm was livid. my plan was was to divide and conquer you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> The chain is IHOP, uh, and we are going to, which we reviewed a number of times, including on our, our third ever episode was our first trip to IHOP. We, we reviewed it uh, twice subsequently, so this is actually our fourth trip. And since it is Rock Around the Clock Doberfest, we will be covering both ends of the menu, both breakfast and lunch slash dinner. Now, Mitch, why don't you take the reins? Why don't you QB it for once? You sub in. 
You be who's backing up Cam Newton? (laughs) Uh, What's his name? I forget. All right, you be Cam Newton's backup. That guy. Uh, I I know you're coming in to take over. They just did a piece on him because he's gone everywhere in the NFL, and he's been uh, Hoyer, Brian Hoyer. Let's now let's Google and make sure I'm not wrong. Um, I don't I don't quarterback. I'm your running back, baby. I get in there for a few plays. I do. I'm flashy. You're the quarterback. You're flashy. Yeah. So maybe rumble over the goal line. I characterize you as flashy. I'm fine. I'm a wide receiver. How's that? I mean, that's even I, to me that even <laughs> suggests more athleticism. Yeah, I'm trying to say that I'm athletic. Okay, fine. Yeah. You're the wide in receiver. We- in this weird podcast version. Yeah, okay. metaphorically for the podcast, he is the athlete. He's the. That's true. He's very athletic. I'm throwing you. So then, you know what? That makes sense because I am throwing you the ball and you're running with it. You're Ryan Fitzpatrick if you're a quarterback. Who uh, Who is that? Ugh, never mind. I'm assuming he's good. I, I'm, I'm going to surmise he's a quarterback. That's all I can. <laughs> I'm the biggest sporto here. You're not, well. I, here's the thing: you have a broad <laughs> knowledge of sports. I am a sporto only when it comes to the NBA, and then if you want to count professional wrestling, that's like that's that's my domain. But at the NFL, I don't follow. Now, now, Dan, are 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 you a fan of any sports? Do you watch any sports at all? Uh, I am an MMA fan. I enjoy oh, the right. martial arts. Wow! Wow! Um, How'd you get into you that? Because I, da- I, I, I do jujitsu, and, wow. and that got me into it. Yeah, guys, I'm tough. Well, <laughs> um, oh, you know what I was going to say is, I was going to say, a guest that can finally kick our ass, but I don't think I can think of a guest that can't kick our ass. That's that's most guests <laughs> and Emma. <laughs> Kowalik? I think, we would, I think we'd fucking just we kick the teeth out of Kowalik's We could maybe two-on-one take down Kowalik, but Kowalik is feisty. Yeah, that's true. Wagner and I are Wagner and I fear everybody. We're yeah. we're, we're we're afraid of all. But but so a- MMA, there's not there's not a real there's no real I can't like pe- are people eating hot dogs in the stand? I guess so at MMA fights. I guess they are, right? I've never been to one. I've never actually wow. gone to one. Yeah, I've never gone to one. Um there's Fight Island, right? There is Fight Island in Dubai. <laughs> Uh, wow. I imagine they're having they're having hummus in the crowd there. A lot of hummus on Fight Island. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I'm a big fan of. I, I'm a. I like a fancy fucking. I like that there's all these bougie hipster uh, restaurant stands in like the nice, uh, you know, uh, arenas, the sports yeah. arenas. Right. You know, I love it. I love it, and it's very hard to go back. Like I think because I went to. I went and saw the Knicks, and they had like a whole day. There was sushi and tri-tip and all this beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see, I think I saw the Rams, like, and it was the last year before their new stadium. And it was just like, it was like carny food. And I was like, this is, we can do better than this, guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's, it depends. It depends. I feel like it really depends on the arena, because Wags is going to tell you right now, if you go to the Staples Center, that you got. Some crazy options, right? BS There's Taqueria, some decent options, although the, you chicken. know what? They they and and it's moot now, obviously, because there's no indoor gatherings on that scale. But the but they had like a, a you know 
BS Taqueria, they had it, and BS Taqueria, the, not only has the one inside Staples closed, the original restaurant has closed due to the pandemic. It was one of the better mm-hmm. restaurants in LA. It's a real bummer. Um, but yeah. they had like a little kiosk version of BS Taqueria in there that was quite nice. That went away. And then they had a really good McDonald's in the Staples Center that got kicked out and replaced by this place called like Salt and, and Char trash. or something like that. And it's, and it's, t- it's like this really bad Shake Shack. Rip off. It's not even like there's another salt and char in, you know, Atwater or something like that. It's just that they invented it for Staples Center. Um, so that's a real and then downgrade. There's no more quality. McDonald's in, in Staples. McDonald's they got rid of gone. it. They had wow. like a promotional deal with like the uh, the LA Kings, and then that ended, and then they were just like fucking out of there. It's a bummer. But yeah, so I think the the quality in, in Staples Center has declined quite a bit, although Dodger Stadium people are are pretty fond of. Yeah. Um Wags, speaking of which, yes. tomorrow, do or die for the Celtics. They got to win tomorrow night to uh, to even things up in the series. But look, hey, you know, this... by the time this episode releases, we'll know whether they did or died. That's true. That'll Very be scary. figured out. You know who had fantastic dining options was uh, the U.S. Open, the tennis wow. U.S. Open. Wow. Oh, my God. It was so great. It was just like they had like 50 different stands, anything from like fucking Indian food to lobster rolls to, you know, mm. weird, just like they had fast food too. I mean, they just had such a, a nice cornucopia of yeah. uh, options. And then like, but their beers were like, it was like, it's 12 bucks for like a small can of Heineken. Yeah. Oh man. Are, are you a tennis fan? How'd you end up at the US Open? I mean, I grew up in New York, so uh, oh, we'd it. go, I, I grew up playing tennis, so we'd go to the US Open a lot. Um and that's like I think that's probably one of the most fun sporting events you could go to because it's like I think it's you're not like trapped in the in the stadium. You can leave the stadium and just hang out on the grounds and there's going to be another match and you can you know so you can take a lot of breaks. And I I guess I like sports where you don't have to be focused on the sport the whole time. No, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's part of the live experience. That's part of I think that's part of why baseball is so fun to get to see live. Yeah, yeah, you can fucking veg out. Do whatever you like up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a take a newspaper out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've the U.S. Open seems like it would be like yeah, they'd have some more fancy options, but yeah, that upsell is the upsell is always pretty bad. You guys mentioned the idea of 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 re- of tents, restaurant tents, which yes, mm. I have seen a lot of those popping up. And look, I'm not a fucking clown, Wags. I don't want to fucking eat in a tent usually, but you're not. You kind of are. I'm not a you're saying you, clown. You are a wide receiver and you're not a clown? Hold on. First of all, in defense of clowns, I imagine they do all their performing in the tent, but then they like they they go out for to That's eat. True. They don't have to stay in the tent and eat their meal. They're all they're, right. they're they're human beings. They're not indentured <laughs> servants. Also, why am I bad mouthing clowns? There's no why am I getting the clown community pissed don't off? Don't go after at me. clowns. I am a clown for God's sakes. Poor clowns I'm, are out of business, man, because of the pandemic. I know. That's so sad. (laughs) And they're probably not getting a bailout. Like, they tried to apply for it, and they're like, clowns, we're not giving you money, clowns. (laughs) (laughs) I bet bet you um, it's like, uh, you you know, when like you you have blue balls because you don't jack off flags. That's the, you know, that's the thing with blue balls. Yes, with that classic conundrum. (laughs) That scenario we've all faced. But But I was just saying that it's probably similar with their, with their, flowers that shoot water out of them it's probably right. a similar thing they're all backed up <laughs> and extra droopy 
Yeah, they gotta they gotta exercise them like once a week, like just for nothing. You know, it's like when you when you don't drive a car for a while, you gotta just turn it on, and get the battery going. <laughs> you didn't like where I was going with that, Wags? I enjoyed it. It was good. I liked, I liked it. that it was. I liked that it was the second re- reference to blue balls so far in this podcast. <laughs> I'd like to go for three or four some sometime. You know, if we can. But I, I was saying that tent. I feel like tent eating is. It's gonna be the way to go for a while. I, I know. I know that uh, Wu Tang was trying to do it down at uh, in, in at his, at his uh, restaurant in Ipswich. Well, here, here's here's the thing. I think like the tent has to be like it can't be enclosed because that's what I've seen some of. It's basically yeah. like a you know ba- people are inside canvas tents, and I'm just like if the, the, from a ventilation standpoint, it kind of has to be mm. open air. Like an, like yeah. something to keep you out of the sun is one thing, but when it starts yeah. being enclosed, and then also I worry. You know, because in in New York and uh, not just New York, but you know, much of the country that that's not as temperate as uh, as the Southland here in California, it's like going to be so chilly soon that you, can you even yeah. eat outside? What mm. are you going to do? Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I actually just interviewed uh, Ruth Reichel on my podcast. Oh wow! Um, and she is just like so doom and gloom on all this, and she's like a normally a very positive person, but she was just like. She thinks that most restaurants are going to go out of business and we're just going to be left basically with chains oh, and man. ghost kitchen and ghost kitchens just like delivering to us. Man. So that's grim. when they Yeah. That's when they <laughs> that's when they that's when they come for the doughboys, Wiger. <laughs> when it's all all chains left, they're like, "This is your fault." <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys were on the right track the whole time. It was, pro- it was prophecy. <laughs> now damn before we're not, we got we got to get into your food order. But before we do, I need some food history from you, baby. Let me hear it. What 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 did you eat growing up? What was your family style? Like, did you eat out at restaurants a lot, or did you eat at home? Mitch, this is like you've ran into the backfield. I've tossed you a lateral, and now you're the QB. Wow, like Julian Edelman, a handoff from Cam Newton. One and one. It was a great game the other night, Wags. I mean, this is going to date it, obviously. Wags, we're back, Wags. There was a technical difficulty. Had a little stop down. You fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) My system stopped working. I didn't do anything. You, Wags, you fumbled. You were trying to hand me the ball like I was Julian Edelman and you were yes. Cam Newton. I thought we established it was a lateral, but fine, we'll change it to a, fine. We'll it was a, it to a handoff. It was, it was a lateral, but yeah. you fucking dropped that ball. You're no Cam Newton, it turns out. So I got the ball. You're not even I... a fucking, more like Fig Newton, you fat fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. By the way, guys, if I'm ever being too mouthy during this podcast, just start talking about sports and I, I, I'll just... <laughs> Fade into the background. <laughs> no, this this, have... this this is a lot for even. This is the Doughboys, Wiger. It's true. You, I mean, you've already got. Hey, you got your MMA knowledge. You got your tennis tennis expertise. You're no slouch yeah. when it comes to being a sporto. I like to, you know, it's a uh, two sides of two very different coins: tennis and MMA. <laughs> I like to, I like, I like, I like to go to the extremes in my, uh, you know, sport fanaticism. I would have to. I would have to wonder if those two crowds run together often. I feel like you, uh, you're. This is like a like the, a West Side Venn- Story. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm I'm the one thing in the middle of that Venn diagram for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
can I ask you something <laughs> but, a, a real quick, Dan, a, a complete tangent, but I saw this in your Wikipedia page and I was intrigued and I don't know if it was someone making mischief or if it's true. Your oh Wikipedia God. describes you as an avid hunter. Oh, yes. No, that's true. I am a hunter. Wow. Well, how did you wow. get yeah. into hunting and what do you hunt? Well, I got into hunting initially uh, because I read The Omnivore's Dilemma uh, by Michael Pollan. And um, he it's all about the ethics of eating meat. Right. And I was kind of interested by it. And I had friends who hunted uh, and I'd never, ever shown any interest in it. I'm like a you know Jew from Long Island. Um, and I had this kind of, I don't know, come to Jesus moment of like, I think I need to do this to, to, to earn my meat. I enjoy the outdoor experience of it. I enjoy the food that I can make with it. I mean, there's nothing more, uh, you know, organic or free range than a deer that's right. been living free his whole life. Um, so I really just, uh, I love, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm big into it. So what do you, what do you uh, use? Do you use a rifle? What do you, what do you hunt with? Um, depends on what you're hunting for, mm. uh, for, yeah, for like big game, it's a rifle for birds. It's a shotgun for Jews. It's a handgun for, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think I, 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 I honestly, I respect, I'm, I'm a meat eater and I, and I and I love animals and I and I and I couldn't I don't think I could hunt, but I respect obviously the people that, you know, that do do it and 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 can do it because it's that sort of thing of if you hunt and you eat the food, that's the, the, I, I, no one is. You know what I mean? Like, I think people will be critical of it, but there's yeah. I'm, eat, I'm eating this meat that's dead animals. You know what I mean? It's right. It's that right. sort of thing of you have to come to you have to come to grasp with that. And I don't know how you square. And I, I think I think this is I haven't read Michael Pollan's book, but I'm aware of it. And and Dan, you can so Dan, you can fill it, fill this in at all. But I, I think there's something to, you know, like I'd rather be an animal that lives free and is hunted versus like a pig that spends his entire life in a crate in a factory farm. You know, it's just oh, like God, we, yeah. we've we've abstracted what the actual cost of eating meat um and uh and so you know and, and like I, I think yeah I think it's it's fascinating I haven't hunted ever um but I am but it seems like an interesting like a uh, pastime no. and also <laughs> I'm not going to get into hunting the most dangerous game of all. If that's what I you're think that, I think it's the most dangerous game. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I want to hunt man. Um, although I could. Uh, but I was going to say, I think the, uh, like, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting that you, uh, it, it's interesting that you got into it via that book. Like, it, like I, yeah. I assume it's, it's, it was like just sort of a, kind of an ethical calling. I literally got into it. Honestly, it was more because I, I'm a, uh, I hate the word foodie, but I just love food. And right. I, you know, you were asking about my food origin story before. Like I, I, um, I grew up, uh, you know, in Long Island with my mom, my parents are both Iranian and, you know, home cooked meals every night. And my dad like went to college in Europe. So like he would like take me to like French restaurants and all this new fangled wild stuff that was happening in New York. Um, and then I just became like a child of the Food Network in the late '90s when it was like mm. awesome. And uh, Dan, you, I, hey, you, you were talking about segways earlier. You you segued right over to that perfectly. This is great. Yeah, it worked out well. It's working um, out great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, I I moved to New York after college and just got so into the food scene in New York. And 
I was touring uh, as a stand-up and I was just like going all over the country and eating great food wherever I went. And I came back to New York one summer and I was just like, I was so exhausted with stand-up. I was like, I need to do something completely different. And I signed up for culinary school um, wow. in New York. Wow. But then I was there was a restaurant that was on my block called The Spotted Pig, which has like one Michelin oh, yeah. star. And they were like, I, I was friends with the manager there and he was like, dude, just come work in the kitchen here. And you'll learn so much more than you would in culinary school. So basically for like three summers in a row, I was like the kitchen intern at the Spotted Pig. Wow. And wow. Yeah. Just kind of learned it, how to cook. That's is that in it's a in a hotel, correct? The Spotted Pig? No, it was a no, standalone okay. place. It's okay. it's since it's yeah, it's since been kind of uh disgraced in in Me Too stuff. Uh, uh ah. but uh um the food was still good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange, actually. I've talked about this on my podcast. It's very, it's very hard to, like, I was a huge fan of Mario Batali, and then he was like completely right. scumbagged out. But it's like his food had such an effect on on my like learning about food and stuff. It's always a little conflicting when when your artists that you respect, you know, end up, you know, being disappointing in their personal lives. But then it's like, how do you treat the art? You know, right? Yeah. Dan, Dan, you you mentioned you, you you. So did you eat a lot of Iranian food growing up? Oh yeah, um, every like my mom made home cooked meals all the time, uh, and I love Persian food. I think Persian food is probably one of the most unsung cuisines in America. Um, and for most of you, I imagine haven't had it. It's basically imagine Indian food, but sub out spice for herbs, and it's just like a super vibrant. Uh, really ancient ancient food culture that um, I think is just is 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 very underrated and really delicious. Um, and and you you mentioned Indian food. You, uh, is Indian a go to for you as far as takeout goes? I mean, I agree with you that the takeout of Indian food is it's it's all compact. It's usually in a sauce. It's kind of the best when you're looking for takeout. That's like one of the better things you can do because it just comes still pretty warm. Usually when you get it is a big part of it. Um, yeah, I, just, I think for I, I think you're right. I think for takeout, you want something that's very that that's very easily and well microwavable. And like, right. there's you can't get better than like a stew on top of rice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like stews will get better with time. So and you know, rice is fucking the same when you heat it up in the microwave or when it comes fresh out of a you know the pot. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of of ordering an Indian. Yeah, th- I had I had uh, badmash before I left was just a restaurant in LA and it never came. They're like, your orders arrived. And I was like, it's just not here. And so I told them and they just refunded me. And about an hour later, my next door neighbor was like, Hey, I found this food on my front thing and it has your number on it. It was a full, <laughs> it was a full hour later. So the person just left it at my neighbor's door and, and left. Wow. And, um, and I, and I ate some of it, and I was like, "This is like still pretty warm. <laughs> it's still pretty warm and good. It was like a, it was it was it was decent, but it was a full up like almost got ninety minutes later, and it was still, but it's still it's that that's a testament to how well it travels. Uh, I also yeah. want to say about to quickly say about hunters. I want to say fuck big game hunters, wags. Of course, we don't we don't like uh like the Trump sons who hold up fucking lions that they were that they yeah that they, that's stuff weirds me out. Stick that to stuff play an arcade me game. Out. Yeah, that yeah. stuff really weirds me out. I don't quite get that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, trophy, trophy hunters or whatever. I guess. Trophy hunters. That's what. It is. Yeah. Trophy hunters. Yeah, I mean, they. The argument that they'll make, which 
it's still kind of tough. But they'll they'll the thing is if you're if you're going hunting for a lion in fucking Kenya, you have to pay like something like half a million dollars for the right to do that. And right. then they say that the money is going to go to the communities and this and that. Whether it does or it doesn't, I don't know. It's still, but even if even if it is fine, let's let's say that's let's say it goes to the community and it's and it's good for the community. Just the type of person who it's just weird to me that that you'd get off on on having that animal, like an endangered yeah. animal, or like yeah. that's where I that when it comes to food eating, that's where I draw. Like I'll eat fucking anything, but endangered animals is kind of where I draw the line. <laughs> Yeah, that's like my only line, really. Um, yeah, but I love game meats. I, which is why I, another reason I got into the hunting. Like, I love gamey flavors. I love venison. I love duck. I love lamb. Like, I like stuff that has funk to it. And there is just like it's like you can't find this food in restaurants. Like, yeah. it's literally nowhere else you can find it. That that's wild. And so you know, I'd say I'm like. Probably 70, 30, 70% is like just the foodie in me who likes to go hunting. And then 30% is like, I, you know, I like it for the outdoors and the, that experience and the camaraderie and, and all right. that stuff. Wow. Which I imagine it's flipped the other way around for most hunters. Because most hunters don't give a fuck about like making the food delicious. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just kind of heat it up and fucking, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I kind of just came out of the hunting closet recently. Because, wow. you know, living in L.A., you get really judged by There's that There's a stuff. stigma, yeah. yeah. Yeah, even from people who do eat meat. My, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. My head is too big to ever go hunting. I just got too big of a head. <laughs> I'm going to get, it's going to get yourself. hit. It's going to get fucking hit by something. You're like a Peanuts <laughs> character out there. <laughs> now, Dan, to bring it over to food. Yes. That's mm. very much not organic. Mm. Today... <laughs> The first episode of Rock Around the Clock Doberfest. That's right. We're talking IHOP. Yes. All right. We'll give listeners a few seconds to clean up. Yeah. Pause, this is when they finally pause. busted. This is when they busted. <laughs> wow, that's four blue balls fucking <laughs> references. We did it, guys. We did it. There should be a good... Emma, put in a nice siren in there for the fourth <laughs> reference. Um. We so someone's like, oh, I'm at work. God damn it! <laughs> now they know I busted. <laughs> the sirens going off. My pants are soaked. NSFW guys, this episode <laughs> NSFW. So we're we're talking IHOP, Mitch. Do you want to break down the AM and PM side when we get to the wrap up? When we get to our fork score, or do, or should we be doing it the way we're? I, I, I think this is your when baby. We talk about. I think when we talk about what we eat, we just start with morning, and then we go into the stuff that goes later on. That's okay. What I think. So, so let's we'll start in the morning. We'll start okay. with, with what IHOP is known for. And yeah. you know, I got a chicken item, and Dan, you were mentioning chicken earlier. Let's get into uh, let's let's get into your meal, starting with the morning side of things. Well, I did not start my morning off with chicken. Hmm. Um. I, I did get their breakfast sandwich, um, which was fine. Nothing special, really. The like that it, the fake kind of imitation-y uh, egg was yes. it was kind of like like the thickness of like two decks of cards, but very kind of spongy. Not too much flavor. The bacon is super duper thin and kind of limp. The bun was nice. I like the bun. It was kind of like brioche bun tasting, but. Um, in general, I don't know. I wasn't nuts about it. And then I got like one of the breakfast combos um, with uh, I got two sunny side up eggs. 
I got the ham, I got the bacon, and I got the sausage. And it wow. comes with two pancakes. And actually, one of the most interesting interesting things about it, I don't know if you guys got one of these combos, was the packaging. The packaging is brilliant because there's mm -hmm. a bottom half that is where they put the eggs and the meats. And then there's like a separate kind of top, there's like a double-decker part where they put the pancakes so that the pancakes stay separate from the egg and the meat, which I thought yeah. was fucking brilliant. The, the the packaging is the packaging is really advanced for a place that I'm surprised has advanced packaging because to me IHOP is so not a place that you get takeout like to me it's like like breakfast food to me is rarely ever takeout sure. food mm. or delivery food and I, and I know that that's gotta hurt during this these times and stuff like that but I just yeah it's it it I think it tr it doesn't travel as well. You know, you you're not you don't want to you don't want to get eggs benedict to go or something. I think so, they had to adapt, but I will say yeah. that it's interesting to hear this because my breakfast entree did not have that. I just got a big wow. heap in in a plastic bin. So maybe oh, really? it, maybe it varies based on the franchise. But Mitch, what did you or, or Dan, did you have any other uh, uh, things on the morning side? Well, I just wanted to say that the ham that I had in it was, I wasn't thrilled with the ham. The bacon was the same kind of thin, you know, limp. But the real showstopper, the thing that stole the show for me, uh, was the sausage. Wow. The wow. sausage that they have is fucking unbelievable. It was like, had like a really strong, like, sage to it. And it was just like refreshing and beautiful. And like, I, it, it kind of shocked me because I was, I had it third too. I was like, eh, not so much of ham, eh, bacon. And then I was like, what is Thomas Keller making the sausages at, <laughs> at IHOP? <laughs> um, I I did not get any sausage, which which bums me out. I I was uh, I ordered a bunch of stuff for um uh, for on Sunday the 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 me my mom and I uh, I was reunited with her wives after I got a COVID test because I'm wow. I'm back here in Quincy. So she's back in the house. I'm COVID free. I ordered up uh, a bunch of IHOP. Uh, a smorgasbord is what my, my my mom said. Your grandma would love this. It's like a smorgasbord of food, and uh, and it was very exciting. And I had I had a whole I had a whole list of things that I was going to order, and it started off with the double blueberry pancakes. So I got the double blueberry pancakes, which comes with kind of like a blueberry syrup. There's actually yes. blueberries in it too that you pour on top. I've had these before. Yes, and and I like blueberry pancakes, so I wanted to get them anyways. They're just a fun breakfast thing. It was kind of like a brunch thing. It was around one p.m., and I had also the strawberry and banana pancakes on my list. And my mom said they're too similar. Let's get something else. So we went with the French creme brulee pancakes. Is the as I the got alt. that too? Wow, I got that too. The and I gotta say, I liked them. I thought the French creme brulee. I was happy my mom made the change. They were tasty. Both. I liked both pancakes. The blueberry pancakes were good too, and the thing with the pancakes is they actually traveled pretty well. They they uh they they especially if they were like a little cool, you could just heat them up for ten seconds in the microwave. They they traveled well. The French creme brulee had like kind of like a thick cream sauce on top of it, and then you poured like kind of like the cinnamon sugary sort of deal on top of it, and they were they were they were pretty fantastic. I liked those quite a bit. Um. The, I got the bacon temptation omelet, which is an omelet with bacon and and um, this like cheese sauce and temptation and temptation <laughs> temptation <laughs> grilled into it. And 
<laughs> and then there's tomatoes on top of it as well. The bacon temptation omelet, I got to say this. I got to give them credit. And this is a harder thing that it's harder to travel. But the bacon wasn't overwhelming, which is something that my mom commented on too. It wasn't – I thought that you were going to cut into it and then the, it was just going to be like thick, full of bacon in the middle of the of the omelet. You know what I mean? But – the bacon was kind of was kind of was was cooked into the eggs and it wasn't it wasn't overwhelming. The cheese sauce was pretty nice. Hmm. And so this was this was pretty good too. I, I I kind of was happy with with both breakfast items. I got some buttered toast, which I threw back into my um toaster when it got here, and and that was pretty good. I and I used it just with butter, and that was just plain white toast. And then I got a um 16 ounce premium orange juice, hundred percent orange juice. And I got myself a Colombian blend, 100% coffee. I don't know what size that is. Hot coffee. So I got a couple drinks there, two wags, to cover my day portion wow. or morning morning portion. portion. Uh, and I used the syrup on the pancakes. It was all the breakfast stuff. I was pretty happy with. I uh, there was a there was some a little bit of travel stuff, and you had to re- reheat it. And and but it was all it was all pretty good. How about you, wags? Yeah. So I got the. The Kickin' Maple Chicken Breakfast. As wow. I mentioned, this is a special. They're doing. They're adding more chicken to the menu right now. So I got their breakfast chicken concept. And it's like a. It's just you know. It's like a chicken patty, and and it's just like a breaded chicken patty. And Natalie kind of assessed it as like this. Just seems like something they got frozen from Tyson. It it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't feel like a great quality patty. It's very thin. Um, it feels, yeah, it feels like they arrived frozen and, and brought it back to life in the deep fryer. Uh, but you know, it was fine. Um, mm. uh, they give you, so he, there's supposed to be a, a, a spicy maple syrup that they give you. And I'm not going to put anything on the staff because, you know, it seemed like I, I went at night and it seemed like the staff was pretty miserable there. I felt very bad for them. They had, they had like one person working in front of the house, looked like one person in the kitchen and, you know, just were probably understaffed and overwhelmed so you know it, it it's it, tip well if you're if you're eating out these days because it, it's not great times for the for the service workers of america but i but but so i there were some issues with the order that i'm not going to put on the staff um i think it's it's probably they just didn't have enough people to help them out so i didn't get the spicy syrup that that i'm supposed to get uh which i which would have given this sort of a different feel for sure because i you know i like it spicy i'm something of a heat seeker as i've said uh so i just had a conventional maple syrup that i poured onto this and you know it was fine i mean it's just it it was it was a processed chicken patty uh, with a little bit of of you know maple syrup it was it it was exactly as you'd expect it to be it didn't, didn't blow my mind uh they forgot the butter for the toast again fine um, the crispy hash browns I got. So I so Natalie, Natalie got a spinach and mushroom omelet for herself, and she got conventional hash browns, and I got the crispy hash browns because you can specify when you're ordering. They were just the same hash browns. There was no textual yes. difference. Yeah, I got the same, dude. I felt the same exact thing. There was yeah. nothing. I mean, I didn't I didn't get the the non crispy to compare it to, but I was like, this can I, unless the non crispy is just a bag of raw sliced up potato like i don't understand <laughs> how this was the crispy guys yeah. i have news my bacon temptation omelet came with a side of hash browns i too chose the crispy version and they also were just hash browns maybe they just don't mm. travel well maybe they just immediately degrade in crispiness when they're mm-hmm. they're sitting in their own oil um i did get some scrambled eggs with we got with we them. all we all got we all blue balls once again so all three of us didn't get the crispy crispy yeah. blue balls yeah yeah it's true uh, bummer 
I got the the scrambled eggs with American cheese. I thought were you know decent diner eggs. The American cheese actually gave it a, a good amount of flavor. Uh, agree with you on the bacon, Dan, and agree with you on the sausage. Uh, you know, oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, have, I mean, I thought it was, it was it got a couple sausage links. They were quite nice. Dunk them in a I little was, bit of syrup. Yeah, but delightful. They were delightful. I was shocked by them. Um, let's uh, let's pivot. Well, I was, to... I was I was I was gonna say I, I heated up my hash browns and they weren't bad. They weren't terrible. They just they're not bad flavor wise. Just texturally, they weren't. They definitely weren't crispy. They could have been crispier. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe mine maybe mine were a little bit crispy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll judge by the photos. But I want to say the coffee was pretty good and the orange juice was really tasty. I didn't get to say that the orange juice was 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 well done. Probably just a minute made or whatever, but still mm. it was tasting good. And then the the coffee was 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 decent for for IHOP. So. Well, mm. let's jump ahead 12 hours in the clock wow. to the PM. Or if you're using military time, uh, we're going up into the high double digits now. Okay. We're let's going do to it. the 20s. Uh, I'll start because I got a very similar thing to compare. Uh, I got the buttermilk crispy chicken dinner. Um, added gravy, no gravy. The redskin mashed potatoes I got I, and um, and broccoli came on the side. And I asked for a side salad, which again was, was not included. Uh, I will say that the... The, the again same chicken patty you get two of them instead of one because it's dinner but you know it's not a quality chicken patty you so went gravy with the probably chicken again i want to see what i want to see if there was a difference between the evening wow, chicken I, and no, the morning I, chicken I, I, I like it i'm not yelling at you it's the same chicken patty just presented in a different context how uh however i say well, the broccoli was decent didn't have a lot to it and the mashed potatoes were the best thing that either of us ate natalie and i both really enjoyed wow. those mashed potatoes they were creamy wow. and the little bit of skin on i thought was delightful i also got a a house-made milkshake strawberry you know i like vanilla I, I, I vanilla is a flavor but i went with strawberry because the strawberry is made with real fruit and uh, you know there just wasn't a lot of the real fruit in it i think in the it, it mm. seems like they're selling it up like there's going to be a bunch of strawberries but there's really just a few smushed down at the bottom um dan what did you get dinner wise so i got a bunch of stuff um i did get the spicy crispy chicken sandwich uh which was neither spicy nor chicken in my mm. opinion <laughs> no i didn't i didn't love it i mean it it sogged up you know again i'll give them a little a little bit uh, off or I'll give them a little break because of the delivery but it was just soggy and it wasn't the 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 spice had no discerning flavor it tasted a little buffalo-y but not really and it's like I feel like if you're going into the crispy chicken game you got to bring your A game because everyone's fucking yeah. doing it now and everyone's yeah. making really good stuff you know mm -hmm. so I I was bummed about that I didn't love the burger either um mm. I got a burger just a regular burger from them it just seemed gray and dry. And again, I'll give him a little break because I don't think burgers travel that well. Um, what I loved was the chicken tenders. Wow. I love their chicken wow. tenders. Um, they were super wrinkly with, uh, with, with fry. Like they looked almost like a Shibu Inu. You know those dogs that are like super... <laughs> Just like very, very <laughs> full of wrinkliness. Like they, I don't know how they packed so much, um, you know, fry uh, crispiness into it, but I thought they were wonderful. Also, they came with pancakes and I tried the combo and I've never been a huge chicken and waffles fan. I think chicken and pancakes is a f much better combination. Wow. I loved it as a vehicle for the chicken and a little bit of the syrup. Um, it also, they had something called IHOP sauce, which was kind of Thousand Islandy. Which was, you know, nice to dip it in, but I think the, I think it's a real a, a nice alternative to chicken and waffles. Um, 
I then wanted to get what would probably be the last thing you would ever order on an IHOP menu for dinner, which was the tilapia. Wow. <laughs> I I I saw that I was eyeing that tilapia and I I and I didn't get it because you're right. I think it is the last thing you'd want to get on the menu. <laughs> yes, and you would be correct. Um, <laughs> oh no. The tilapia was just on another level uh awful. It was really bad. Um oh, no. Yeah, it was it tasted as if it went straight from the freezer into the microwave. No, not much seasoning on. Like they didn't really try even. And I'm like it's just weird to me like when you're a fast food joint like you're you're the whole point is to pack everything with as much fucking flavor or just punch me in the mouth with flavor. And this was just like a really really bland fish which um I don't know. It just needed a little love. And it had like a little side of broccoli that seemed very limp and just kind of cafeteria-ish. The corn was actually nice. It came on a bed of like what seemed like freshly like chopped off corn, which I actually really liked. But um, yeah, Uh, I don't know that you needed me to tell you this, but don't get the tilapia when you go to IHOP. (laughs) (laughs) We contemplated it for a moment. We opted for the chicken instead. Mitch, what did you end up getting for dinner? Well, it's funny because I... uh... I kind of have a mix of both your stories in some ways. Mm. Um, I just want to say that the 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 dinner portion um, traveled. It didn't travel as well as as the breakfast stuff, honestly. Which is, I was saying before, I wouldn't. But you know, it's IHOP seems to be breakfast seems to be what they do best. But and they do breakfast around the clock. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that some of the the more breakfast based items travel better. But I went with the Turkey Cheddar Club, uh, and I added avocado, and I and I got that with a side of French fries. The French fries were basically inedible. They were they they got the they got the uh, they were they, first of all they weren't cooked enough. They weren't they weren't they weren't well cooked, and then the travel just destroyed them. You know what I mean? They were just they were nothing. They were soggy, wet lumps. It was it was over with. Agreed, one hundred percent. I got the I got the fries too. I agree, one hundred percent. Just 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 a disaster. I mean, tra- look, there's got to be a better way to travel fries, right? I mean, it's just it's just an issue, Wags. It's tough. No one's really figured it out. It should be a bag. It's got to be bags. You got to put them in bags. They they got to be. They can't go in plastic. It's the right the when the, when, condensation. When the, the condensation just destroys it. It's it's just. It just it, it doesn't work. So my I did get onion rings and they traveled slightly better, but still ah, yeah. you run into a similar issue. The the so the turkey the turkey cheddar club the sandwich like there was no avocado so they've got to add the avocado, um, and the sandwich was like a little bit like soggy from travel but not bad it was it was decent my mom enjoyed it and she saved half of it because there was a lot of food and she was like oh that was pretty decent I enjoyed it, um, I also got a diet Pepsi which was fine, uh that was that was that was my night drink Wags, nice and then. For my big dinner meal, I got sirloin steak tips. Oh, I was looking wow. at that. And I don't know if yeah, they, they 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 were they were. I don't know how popular they are. There, it was about it's like thirteen bucks. It's almost the same thing as the turkey cheddar club. I went medium rare on the steak tips. Maybe a little scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, I got a side salad with buttermilk ranch. Wags. This is why it's similar. The side salad did not come either. No side salad. Wow. Um, I got red I got, skin. I got I got the side salad, and you're not missing much. Okay, all right, good to know. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it's, it, it, but 
and I'm I'm with you, Wags. The no avocado and no side salad. It's like whatever. It it, it was a huge order in a in yeah. a pandemic. They did they did fine. Um, the the side salad came with buttermilk crush, and then I the the st- the steak tips came with red skin mashed potatoes, Wags, and real buttered corn, Dan. So I got one of each, and I'm gonna say this. I liked both the the buttered corn and the red skin mashed potatoes. I really like the red skin mashed potatoes. I was they were good. I, I was I was dipping the mashed potatoes in the corn and eating it that way. Mm. My mom had it and she said that they were awful. But I I I was I was a fan. I liked the red skin mashed potatoes. I thought they were surprisingly good for IHOP. My mom was not a fan as much, and I thought the I thought the buttered corn was good. Now, as far as the steak goes, it wasn't awful. It was it was not awful. It was it was for thirteen dollars you're getting some steak tips. It wasn't bad. They were like very marinated in. This kind of onion and mushroom sauce, basically, and so a lot of pieces would be tender, and then when you got a bigger piece, it wouldn't be that good. It was that sort of thing of I would rather just get the turkey club. You should go with the turkey club over the steak tips. Mm. But if I got that in the restaurant, they maybe wouldn't be that bad. I think you just got to know that you're not eating a high quality piece of beef. Right? It's not. It's not a great piece of meat. Um, and you know, like can taste. It, it was like. The onions and the sauce just made it almost feel like you were eating kind of like a weird, like steak and kidney pie, or what is it like a, like a? That's a dish. Yeah, like a, like a, like a, like just kind of like a soupy steak mess, and it right. was and, mm. and it was and it was it was fine, but it just why why it's like the tilapia. Why ever? Right. Why ever get it? And and, yeah. and, and 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 a lot of it was like you couldn't really taste the steak. It was just kind of the sauce you were getting. So not ter- but not a terrible outing, you know. I like I, I kind of figured it would be similar to the tilapia and that it would just be awful, but it's not awful. Hey. My mom said my mom said it was a blue hair special, like a which is like an older person's right. like they're gonna go and they're gonna order the the steak tip dinner, which I understand. Those those are those are your pubes when you have blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Speaking of blue balls, uh, I left out one. Wait, are you? Are, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off, though. Mitch, are you done? No, no, yeah, no, did, I'm done. Yeah. Have, oh, okay. Well, I was saving one thing for the end, um, which I kind of count this as dessert. So wow. I didn't really talk about it in the breakfast portion. But this blew my mind the cupcake pancake. Wow. Now, wow. if you saw the picture of it, it's basically a cupcake that's full of sprinkles and have some, you know, icing on the top of it. And I was like, this is the last thing I would ever order. So let me get this because, you know, I'm doing tilapia. Let's go all the way. Let's get the cupcake pancakes. I feel like the food reviewer at the end of the movie Ratatouille when he takes a bite of that <laughs> and he <laughs> his life flashes before his eyes. I think that I've always had an issue with cupcakes and I never knew that I did until I had this um, this pancake. The issue for me with cupcakes is I love the top, but the cake is always a little dry. Even on mm. the moist ones, it's always got a little bit of a dry sheet cake vibe to it, which I'm just like, there's something missing. The pancake is the perfect vehicle for wow. a cupcake top. Wow. I mean, I... I literally, you know, I ordered all this stuff and I was just taking like a couple bites of each. I couldn't stop eating this thing. I could not stop eating the fucking cupcake pancakes. It was so delightful. Run, don't walk to get wow. the cupcake pancake. It blew my mind. 
I saw those and I'm so sad that I didn't get them now. That's uh it's funny to th- also picture Weiger in a ratatouille moment where he is like a curmudgeonly old man and then takes a bite of something and then he's like a curmudgeonly child with the same expression. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with our fork scores right after this. <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix Sleep Quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm-hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. 
Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why? We, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guest, Dana Dude, is with us as we were discussing IHOP for... Rock around the clock Doberfest. Rack, rack, uh, So it's time for our final thoughts on IHOP. So Dan, here's how this will work. We'll each go around. We'll give a closing argument, if you will, a summation of our thoughts on this chain, and then end it by giving a score from zero to five forks. And also, Mitch, add in if you wanted to, to, to give me more detail to this. Who who you thought won the morning or the what night? Won the day? Yes. Yeah. What won the day? A.M. or P.M. Dan, you're our guest. Your thoughts, your fork score, your victor. We'll begin with you. And also, Dan, um, to indicate who won the day or night, either you do a or you do a oh, you do Got a it. wolf howl. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, oh, Dan's leaving. I'm going to say. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. I, I, I'm a little torn, so I'm going to go. Oh, Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I think that that's kind of even. But here's my thing. Here's my issue with IHOP. And I was thinking about this as I was eating everything that I was eating. Is there anything specific that I would say I'd go here over anywhere else mm. for X, Y, or Z? And the answer was probably no for most of those things. And then a hero came along. And it was the <laughs> cupcake pancake that fucked me up, man. <laughs> I'd go back for that. So, um, I am gonna. I'm going to give it. I'm probably gonna go with two. I'll give it a two. Uh, two, four, two forks. I, 
two forks. Sorry, I'll, I'll give it two forks. The the again that my highlights were the that chicken strip, the sausage, and the um and the the cupcake pancake. But the chicken was not. I mean, the chicken for me was not. Maybe they should change their name to IHOC. That, there you go. <laughs> that's catchy. IHOC works. Still less cumbersome acronym than Rakda. <laughs> Rat is gonna it's gonna catch on Ratkba. We'll see. Wow, two forks. Can't Go say ahead, that Mitch. I have a soft spot for IHOP just because for me it was Bickford's and IHOP were kind of the two ones that are were around Quincy as far as places where you could get some late night breakfast or you could go to and get some breakfast when you're a little bit hungover or something back in the day sure. you, get, you get some eggs and some some pancakes it was bickford's first and foremost and that was the one that was open late but then ihop ihop is another place that was open back you know back when the world was normal where you could go and you could get pancakes at three in the morning if you wanted to so i got a little bit of a, a, a Miss, soft can, I be, spot can I, I be this guy real quick yeah the world was never normal I'm happy. I'm happy. Thank you. You're welcome. You know oh, what, boy. Nick? Thank you for that. That is true. Um, I just think it's important people remember. It's <laughs> normal to go back to. There is no. There is no normal. But um, you know, for me, that's the place that that's as normal as you could get. Yeah. Late night. Late night. IHOP. Bickford's. Um, but I never really think about it outside of its outside of the breakfast food. I was. And and you know, for with my meal, it was the same thing. The the pancakes were really great. They travel well. The omelet was really good, and then a decent sandwich and a surprisingly okay steak tips and and surprisingly good mashed potatoes uh, with the with the skin in there, uh, uncircumcised. Um, <laughs> but um, for me, it's really easy as far as who won the day. It's morning, baby. Why? Wow. I'm the night spoon. But it's clear that the breakfast, to me, the breakfast stuff is better. I like that their attempt, they're going with the burgers and stuff. It's a place that's open 24 hours. You might as well have some of that stuff sure. available to you. But maybe it's a sort of thing of, of uh, you know, uh, slim the menu down, find the things that really work uh, for the night stuff and and, and make, yeah. that, make that what you have available. Um. As far as fork score goes, Wags, I'm going to go. I can't. Dan, I, I get your score. I get the two, but I think I'm going to go right at three. I think it's a three forker. Three for forks. Three forks. Three forks. Spoon Man McMitchell. I get it. Look, I, I don't have the nostalgia thing for it, so I think I can I can be a little more cruel, but I get right. it. Yeah. The, 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 the breakfast stuff, the pancakes were good enough that it was just. It's a three forker. I'm not. Excited to go there. I'm not going to go out of my way to go there. But if it's a late night and me and my friends want some pancakes and there's no pandemic, I'm going to go and sit in an IHOP. Yeah, I, I, I and and, <laughs> you know, I, I do have nostalgia for it like you, Mitch, uh, not like Dan. But I, I but to, to something Dan mentioned of like, what's my reason to go for? I go to IHOP for me. It was never anything specific. I will say that this what this visit gave me is not no reason really to get takeout from IHOP. I feel mm. like IHOP is for me the experience of is going there. And you know what one of my favorite things from IHOP is is they give you a fucking carafe of coffee. 
They give you your own yeah. coffee pot that you they have do. at the table, and you can refill yourself. You can refill your dining companions. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and mm. sometimes it's it's you're going when you're hungover. You're going early in the morning, and it's a time when you need a lot of coffee. You need more or than one cup. Late at night, Wags. Late at night, you know. I mean, it's 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 sometimes. Like that for me is is the IHOP experience. That's one of the things I miss about uh, dining out is that specific wow. uh, that specific experience. Why, Wags, you you truly in my mind, I'm like, oh, I for, yeah, I haven't eaten it. I I haven't since we last went with Doughboys, and yeah, I it's been a long I for, time. I forget that experience. You're right. That's one of the best things they have, I think. Uh, but I, you know, I do think their pancakes are good. I do think their breakfast is very solid. I wouldn't get it to go. Uh, their dinner. I we we reviewed just the dinner previously with our buddy Danny J, and obviously we reviewed IHOP uh, IHOB uh, with Bug Maine, and I think dinner came out fairly, you know, favorably in those experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I would maybe go with, you know, don't get too daring with that if you're going to that side of the menu. But this is pretty. This is a pretty easy one for me as well. Uh, A.M. Y.M. P.M. Yeah. B.M. Cockadoodle do wow. for me. I give it to the morning. They rule the day. Morning rules the day. And I'm going to say two and a half forks for this IHOP experience. Wow. You know, it's it's the classic story of stay in your lane. Yeah. You know, stay in your lane. Yeah. Like you guys know that's what you're good for. That's what you're known for. And you're just diluting your brand with all the other stuff. That's, you know, it, it doesn't, it's subpar compared to the, your your breakfast game. It, it's it's funny to be so, so many restaurants could benefit from slimming their menu and just having just a, a few things that they do really great. And then the restaurant that's good at it, Taco Bell, does the opposite, and yeah. they slim things down. Fucking insane. <laughs> right, right, right. Just Who's ins- next? The Cheesecake Factory? I mean, give me a break. <laughs> An- another one that's, yes, another one that's great at it. The, the other place that is really great at it. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory. But that's it. If you're not the Cheesecake Factory and you're not Taco Bell... Yeah. Or like, you know, a specific restaurant that has like a gigantic menu. Yeah. Keep it simple. Is there ever, okay, it's late night, two in the morning, you're hammered. Mm -hmm. There is an IHOP right next to a Waffle House. Is this even a question? Well, I grew up with IHOP and I've been to Waffle House once because Mm. I just, I I don't, not someone who travels much and haven't spent a lot of time in the American South, but I, even that said, it's uh, it's a Waffle House and a walk. I mean, Waffle House is absolutely a better experience than, so why than IHOP. Two a.m. You're hammered. Barrel of a revolver is in your mouth. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like a dark. <laughs> you you say you know what? I'm gonna have a meal. You pull the you pull the barrel out. I'm gonna have a meal. You pull the barrel out. Mm-hmm. You choose. You you're going to you're walk you're walking to Waffle. Even if it's a walk. You're going to Waffle House. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a. It, I mean, I meant it in a walk metaphorically. Oh, okay. Yeah, not like I'm literally like, going to walk to Waffle House. <laughs> hold on a second. You just brought another another element to this, though. Is his point to just hold off the suicide until later, or does he want to have a meal that's going to convince him to not commit suicide? Uh, just it's going to happen later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I I hope after, it is. Good God! <laughs> after he gets to hunt the most dangerous game, he's going <laughs> to. He's gonna catch himself. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think that I, it's tough because also like of course I'm gonna choose Waffle House over IHOP just because also it's like a more fun thing that I never get to go to usually. Right, I will right. say that 
I do enjoy the insides of IHOPs more. I think it's a little bit more comfy um, than yeah. Than, than I've only been to, I've only been you know I've I've been in a couple waffle houses and I've eaten at one of them. So I, I don't know if I can speak to their decor as much. It does feel mm, maybe a, a lot little of bit yellow. Homier. Yeah, there's a lot of yellow yellow coming at you at all angles. But people love that. Mm. It's a it's a very yeah very diner setup. But yeah, no, I I, I would waffle house. I'm, I'm with you. I choose yeah, waffle house. I think that's oh, that's pretty yeah. straightforward. Um, hey, it's time for a segment. I've got a food-related survey, and Mitch and Dan will compete to guess the results. Let's play the family food. All right. As we listen to the theme song, the Richard Carn era family feud theme. The best. The best era. The best version. Our favorite era of family feud. Uh, whoever gets the mm. most correct without collecting three strikes will win in this category. The category I mean, I think, is. I think Harvey just took. A, I mean, right? What's that? I think the new. I think the new Steve Harvey ever is era is the best error. Ah, uh, Steve Harvey's the best. Era. He's so good at it. He's such a natural Wait, for who, that. I, I like the guy who was like very me tooy and handsy. <laughs> well, there were a number of hosts. There was Ray Combs. Before Ray Combs, there was Richard. I can't remember his name. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Um, and then there was Richard Karn for a stretch in between them. And then Al who was Borland, the who, right? who was the weirdo who is, would just like French kiss everyone? Hold on, I'm gonna look up the I'm gonna look up family. Wait, is is Richard Karn right Al Borland? Yeah, Al Borland. That's Richard Carr. Oh, all right, yes. All right, that is my favorite era. Uh, the uh, let me look real quick. Um, so uh, the, I'll look while while I'm doing that. I'll let Steve you guys Har- guess. Steve, Steve Harvey is just the he's the he's the funniest. He's the funniest. He's the funniest. He's he the funniest. So one. funny. All right, Nick is Nick. Nick is now. He's now investigating. I have Googled, and I, first wow. off, I left off two other hosts. The wow. Richard Carn bridged a gap, but the gap was not between Ray Combs and Steve Harvey. It was between Louis Anderson, who we forgot hosted the show for oh, a bit. Oh, yes. Yeah. And John O'Hurley, a.k.a. known as Jay Peterman, uh, his alter ego on, on wow. Seinfeld, hosted the show for a few years. Uh, but the, the person Dan is referring to is Richard Dawson, the original yeah, host ah, back Dawson, in the day, yes. in the 70s. Yes, Richard Dawson. <laughs> yeah. He would French kiss every woman next to their husband, next to their father, next to, I mean, he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And he just he looked like he looked sloppy drunk, I feel like. Yeah. Every time <laughs> he red, turned on that show. Red cheeks. <laughs> Fucking red faced. Yeah. He he was Steve Harvey is 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 definitely he's taking it to a new level. I, I fear the day that the new Jeopardy host after Alex is gone. Oh I hope, boy. I hope that it's not a while. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's a long while, but thoughts and prayers with Alex. All right, go ahead, Wags. Let's start this. Let's get into this fun game now. He's still okay. alive. He's yeah, it's still true. alive. I know, I you know, I know. You can't thoughts and prayers someone while they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> we love Trebek. Trebek's the best. Okay, so here's the category. According to goodtoknow.co.uk, these are the most popular pancake toppings in the UK. I will say in the UK is key in terms of your thinking. Mm. The top six answers are on the board. You can buzz in with your name. Mitch. Go ahead, Mitch. Butter. Let's see. Show me uh, butter. What? Butter is not on the list. Not in the top oh. six. Dan. All right, go ahead, Dan. Clotted cream. Wow. Show me clotted cream. 
Not wow. in the top six. Mitch. Go ahead, Mitch. You guys can just alternate now, I guess. Syrup? Show me syrup. As we hear the sound effect from the Super Nintendo version of Family Feud, uh, that actually, there is syrup on the board. Maple syrup or golden syrup, which I guess is something unique to the Brits. What is golden syrup? Do you have any idea? But where did that come in at? Three. Wow. Actually, I don't know how to do this because maple syrup is three, golden syrup is five. I'm going to give you both of them. Wow. You get both syrups. I just fucked you up because Weiger didn't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I was going to say. How would the judges do this on the show? I guess they'd have to ask, can you be more specific? Here, I'll do that. Mitch, Mitch, can you be more specific? Uh, Golden or maple syrup. (laughs) All right, you get both of them. (laughs) Um, All right. right. Now, wait, wait, now do I get to counter? Is that how this works? Yeah, you each have one strike, and Mitch now has, I'll count it as one point to keep you in the game. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go with bacon. Show me bacon. Wow. Uh, not on the that list. Was a real, that was a real pregnant pause. That fucked with my emotions, man. <laughs> here, here, is a, here, is a, here is a bit of a hint, I will, I will say. There is nothing savory in the top six. Okay. Dan, okay. you have two strikes. Mitch, you have one strike and one point. What Mitch. is your next guess? Yes. Honey. Show me honey. Oh, no. Honey. Number six just snuck in wow. there. Wow. Wait, what the fuck is the difference between golden syrup and honey? I don't know. And maple syrup. I, I chose not to challenge it because I saw golden syrup and was like, you know what? Probably one of our UK listeners will be like, oi, I love some golden Golden syrup? Oi, just, that's my just, fav- that's me favorite. <laughs> just let me get this straight, Weiger. You're telling yeah. me that you will take a pause in the show to Google who the fucking hosts of Family Feud were through yes. the years. That's right. But you won't Google so that we can get a little specificity on something that maybe, maybe the listeners want to learn about. Emma, you have your finger up. Emma, is there something you want to say? Okay. Well, I looked it up, and I'm trying to understand it. But from what I can tell, golden syrup is like corn syrup, so no maple flavor and is often sweeter, whereas maple syrup is made from like maple trees and not as sweet. Interesting. A plus side that our our producer has the munchies and was interested in eating (laughs) that letter. That is kind of gross, just like corn syrup on top of your pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure know. it's a I'm sure it's a different grade of corn syrup than like what they would use to like make food, but right. it sounds like it's made from corn. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot difference. of the the over the like the I almost said over the counter, like their prescription. I feel like a lot of the <laughs> the mainstream syrups you'll get, like your log cabin or your Mrs. Butterworth, is it, it it's like it has like two percent maple syrup. It's mostly some other kind of sweet syrup. Maybe it is corn syrup. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just curious what it would taste like without that flavoring. Because I always thought that was just a vehicle for the flavoring. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's, okay. There's there's uh, still there's still three on the board for you. There's I believe, still three Dan. on the board, Dan. You have two strikes. Dan, go for it. <laughs> uh, sugar. Wow. Mm. Show Good me answer. sugar. Wow. Yes. Sugar number two answer. 
Wow, Whoa. number two. They love their yeah. sugar over there. Uh, all right, Mitch, two more on the board. You have one strike, two points. Your answer. Mitch. Yes. Blueberries. Show me blueberries. Uh. Fuck. No berries in the top six. Wow. They're like, they're, they're, I, you know, I think of that as such an iconic yeah. topping, and it, it's, it's just w- not done over there. Oh man, I, I was gotta, actually, I, I, I have an idea. I was gonna, I was gonna say, well, it's, oh, okay, all right, um, Dan, go for it. Whipped cream. Dan, I'm sorry. Wow, what? That's insane. Whipped cream, not I in the top was, two. I thought that was, I thought that was a great answer. It is a good answer, but not in the UK. Uh, oh, Mitch, do you want to take a guess to see man. if you can get knock off one of the other two just for just for yes. shits and giggles? Mitch? Yes. <laughs> I love that bit so much. <laughs> I love that bit so much. It's so stupid, but it's so good. <laughs> uh, Mitch? Mm-hmm. Apple, applesauce? Nope. No applesauce. Mm. Oh, Dan, Dan. Yes, Dan. Dan, 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 Dan. Jelly. Oh. No jelly. What? Oh. I, clo- English- I, accidentally, I accidentally closed the window for the X sound. Hold on. Let me play it again. <laughs> All right. Weiger is opening back up the window just so go. he can play the X sound. No, here are the remaining two answers on the board. Number four. Jelly is... Hold on a second. Jelly... Don't Brits love jelly on fucking not, everything? Not Dan, I thought it was a great six. answer. It, these Thank are good you. answers. I, I'm just saying you're not getting inside the 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 uh, mind of someone who lives on the Isle of Britannia because what they guess. would can, can I guess it's going to be yes. like shaky floofs or some fucking bullshit? Yeah, is it these are fucking words? shaky floofs. I swear, if you say shaky floofs, <laughs> I will fucking flip my iPad over. <laughs> it's not shaky floofs. <sighs> Thank God. These are Thank words God. that we know. These are words that we know. <laughs> But they are not conventional U.S. spreads. Number or no U.S. toppings. Number four is a spread, chocolate spread, mm. uh, like your Nutellas, I assume. And you then number fat one, fucks. number Britain, one, the island's gonna that island's gonna sink into the ocean. You yeah, fat fuck fucking that. chocolate. <laughs> number one's probably something dumb like rabbit or some shit. <laughs> number one, the most popular pancake topping in the U.K. according to GoodToKnow.co.uk, lemon. This, oh, oh my god. Oh my god, no wonder it's, we fucking revolted against these people. It's fucking it's fucking worse than shaky poofs. What was it? <laughs> yeah. I'll take shaky I'll take shaky poofs over lemon any day of the year. I forgot even what I said three minutes ago. Um lemon? Lemon. Like they just squeeze it on top of it? I or guess is it like or a maybe candied like- lemon? Yeah, maybe like a, I was thinking like a you know some sort of compote or something. Maybe I, I have no idea, but yeah, they they love the lemon over there. That's at some, least according that's some, to this. That's some straight up Paddington bullshit. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on yes. a second. I'm I, I'd like to talk to the judges for a minute. Yes, please. Because if it is a if it is a lemon compote, <gasps> and I said jelly, compote wow. and jelly are in the same family. Wow. Um, Dan, you have won the family food. <laughs> yeah. Just wow, like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Weiger just, Weiger just Richard Dawson, Dan. <laughs> Today we have an email from Sean Yuri. Sean writes, I was talking with some friends the other day when the topic of ciabatta bread came up and how it appeared to be out of nowhere one day. 
We found out it was actually invented in Italy in 1982 as a competitor to French baguettes. What we thought was a rustic old world creation is actually only the same age as me and the same age as Spoon Man. How does this make you feel? Mm. Angry that we've been fed a false narrative about ciabatta or hopeful that a new food can be invented every day? Are there any other food frauds out there? Uh, Dan, as as a big time foodie, how do you feel about uh, ciabatta? Where does it rank in your loaves? I mean... I love a good ciabatta. I think it's a very, it's a nice consistency. It's as if they said, we want something that is not quite as soft and pillowy as naan, but uh, also not as crisp, you know, not as contrast driven as a baguette, which is very mm. crispy on the outside yes. and soft on the inside. I think uh, I can see that they wanted that to be a competitor. I, 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 look, I don't think that they tried to pass it off as an old world food. I think we just didn't know. So I'm okay with Could it. Be. I'm okay with, with always evolving. Um, I I enjoy a ciabatta. I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean, like, I like a ciabatta. Here's the thing I got kind of worn out on is the ciabatta hamburger bun. I feel like mm. that was happening a mm. lot. Like, there was just, there's a ciabatta hamburger bun, and then a lot of times there was a there was a brioche hamburger bun, which it felt it just kind of got overdone in the gastropub burger scene for a while. And I, I'm just like, I, I don't need that anymore. Uh, but ciabatta is nice. I was just, I was shocked to read that 1982 is how recent it is. I had no idea. The Star Wars franchise is older than Ciabatta. Who would have guessed? Wait, wait, hold on a second. Guys, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. This whole time I was thinking Focaccio. Oh. Oh, that's a different thing. You know what? That's a different thing. I had I, I I had some foca- I was thinking focaccio too at one point, <laughs> and, and my my issue with focaccio bread is that there's sometimes too much going on with focaccio bread. But ciabatta mm. is pretty it's pretty s- straightforward, right? It's pretty plain. It's pretty good. Sa- you know, it seems like a, a bread that was reverse engineered for sandwiches, mm, whereas yeah. most other breads I think were made to be breads, and then they were like, oh, we can put shit in this. This they were like, what's a perfect vehicle? So I could see that being good an point. '80s thing. It was like. You know, I could see that and sun-dried tomatoes being the rage at the same time. <laughs> uh, I, I, Wise, did you bring this up because it's the, the of this recording? It's my birthday. Is that why you did it? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the reason. Is it your birthday? No. When when this releases, it will be right. Ne- I think it will either be right near my birthday or something. I know it's near oh, your nice. birthday. I didn't. I didn't connect it to that. But I thought uh, that it, I, I, thought, I, I, I thought he was being sweet. But yeah, he's I did. just a he's just a piece of shit. Um. Chibata, I, I I like. I also, I can't believe that Star Wars. I mean, Return of the Jedi is is the same age. When did Return of the Jedi came out? Eighty three. Yeah, I should know that. I'm gonna get roasted for that. Um, Chibata sounds like a Star Wars character's name. <laughs> so maybe they were inspired. Maybe they were inspired by the movies. Right. It's one of the bounty right. hunters next to Boba Fett <laughs> and Bosk. <laughs> IG88 and Chibata. Um. I'm I'm a fan of it. I, I, I it's that funny thing with bread where like I was thinking of focaccia too is like I can have a great ciabatta and I can have a terrible ciabatta. But I, I I agree with Dan that it can be a, it can be a good sandwich bread. It can be a great sandwich bread if it's done well and it's crispy. Yeah. It's got a nice crisp to it. Nick the uh, the the potato chip deli which we go to in um in L A which you've been to too yes. has kind of it, it, almost like a ciabatta e bread there. It's got a little loaf of ciabatta kind of. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's more in, in kind of sub role form factor. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into a ciabatta. I, I just this this is such a, this to me. I, you know, I love fun facts, and I thought this was mm-hmm. such a fun fact. I would have thought it was it was much older. Nick uh, is hey, smiling from ear to ear. He's very excited about this. <laughs> yeah, that's a very fun fact. I'm with you. I love food fun facts. 
Well, hey, if you have any fun facts or questions or comments about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Dan Adute, thank you so much for your comprehensive, thorough review of IHOP. Uh, uh, thrilled to have you on the podcast. Anything you'd like to plug at this time? First of all, I appreciate it so much. I'm a huge fan of you guys. Thank you. It's uh, it's an honor to be able to wax poetic on everything <laughs> food with you with you guys. Um yeah, uh, please uh, listen to my podcast if you like this. It's called Green Eggs and Dan. It's a food podcast. I interview celebrities, and it all starts with a picture of the inside of their fridge. So we roast their fridge, and then we talk about food. Um, also, uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at StandUpDan. And I'm on the new show, Cobra Kai, on Netflix. So you can watch that. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Check all that out. That's and awesome. Hey, yeah. My, my all my Quincy friends are going nuts over Cobra Kai, and I I gotta watch it. I'm very excited People to watch Cobra it. People love Cobra Kai. Congratulations! People love it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. I'm getting DMs from people in fucking Karachi, Pakistan. It's becoming like a, <laughs> it's a awful. worldwide thing. Wow, that rules. Yeah. Well, hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the what was it? The spoon night spoon. Night, the night spoon. spoon. And your next, Don Burger. Until next time for the night spoon, Mike oh, Mitchell. You know what? Yes. Maybe we. We can play the song. Whoever won the day, we can play the the as the outro song. Do we do an outro song? No, but who, we could. who gives a shit? Mitch, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch hasn't heard. Have you heard the podcast, Mitch? Just say goodbye for God's sakes. Poor Dan Until has next to sit time, through this for the night spoon. I'm, Mike I'm, Mitchell. I'm getting fucking blue balls to finish this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes, one last one. <laughs> I'm Don Berger, Nick Weiger. Until next time, happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, wake up, people. It's a rock-around-the-clock Doberfest double. Teen Creeps podcast Kelly Nugent returns to discuss energy drinks and other caffeinated beverages, hot and cold. They've been saying this show needs more energy. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.